This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Invincible Season 2. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. And joining alongside me, it's not Omni Man, it's our Italian man. It's Anthony. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing well, as well as I could be. I'm currently under the the weather, as you could tell by my voice. But uh yeah, like as as your I would say I'm the Omni Man to your invincible. Does I that make sense? So. I think that's 100% accurate because you're always just telling me like to like give in, get angry and think, Daniel. And I'm just like, Anthony, I want to be a nice person. I want to help people, please. And, you, but, and uh, you teach me to be a nice person, even though I try. I try, I try my best as much. Uh, as who would Shay be? Who Shay? Shay's not here today. Um, we Shay? can't tell you where he is, but all we can say is that he's not here. Shay would, what would Shay be? Shay would be. Like an Allen, you know, good guy to talk to. Yeah, very, yeah. very respectable in the space community. Mm-hmm. Um, down, <laughs> down to earth. He, he'll give you advice. He'll he'll understand uh-huh. where you're coming from. Definitely an Allen for sure. Okay. Well, yeah. I, you know, we'll give him Allen. That's good. Everyone wants a friend like Allen. Um, Anthony, you said you are under the weather. I think everyone is having a little something going around. I sound a little. I feel like I sound a little congested as well, too. So for those of you watching on YouTube or listening on all podcast feeds, because, hey, we're the movie podcast, uh, you may notice that, like, hey, you know what? These guys sound a little bit more, um, you know, sexy and sick. Than- <laughs> sexy is the new sick. That's just the time of year. You know what I mean? The the leaves are changing and we're getting sick. I tend not to get as sick usually this time of year, but I'm glad I did because then it sets you up for the coming months you know like you're you're prepared for when it actually gets cold and when you really would get sick exactly what's funny about that too look at us just talking about our like our illnesses um i haven't been sick in a really long time and like i'm not fully sick knock on wood so i'm hoping that this is the worst that i get where i have a little bit of congestion or a little bit of a little bit of a light sore throat but i'm hoping that this is the worst that it gets but let's talk about some really cool stuff this is the movie podcast all throughout the week you could catch brand new episodes Brand new interviews, reviews, and discussions, and all the latest movies and series and games. We have some incredible reviews out right now, including our thoughts on The Holdovers, which we loved. The Killer, which we loved. Spider-Man 2, which we loved. So go check out all of those incredible reviews. We also have a main episode that we dropped last week. And we're going to be back with the main episodes to round out the rest of the year because somehow listening to this it is november this week we are in the final two months of the year i don't know where the time went i feel like we were just talking about you know oppenheimer and mission impossible and then somehow fast forward here we are towards the end of the year the christmas music is going to start very very soon but it's halloween as of right now we're approaching halloween we hope everybody has a safe and fun halloween let us know what you're dressed up as if you want to let us know you can let us know in the comments below you can leave a review on spotify or on apple or 
you could do something really cool and join our Discord. Everything you need to know is in the show notes below. But today is all about Invincible Season 2. This has been a very long wait for Season 2. If you remember all the way back in 2021, in the month of March, that is when we first spoke about this show. Um, and it's been over two years waiting for the show to return. We're so happy that it did. And we have a really cool special announcement that we have showrunner, writer, and executive producer, Simon Raciopa, joining us on the movie podcast this week to talk all about Invincible. Um, and if you couldn't tell in this episode yet, in the title, and obviously what's coming out later this week, this is going to be spoiler free. We have watched the first four episodes of Invincible. We're going to give you our impressions of them, our thoughts on them, what we love, what's not working so much for us, and what we're really, really hoping for. But don't worry, we are staying spoiler-free today, as we will with our interview with Simon later this week. So make sure you follow us on all socials so you don't miss anything. You have some really, really cool videos coming your way from our time with Simon. You don't want to miss anything. Now, I want to say thank you to our friends at Prime Video Canada for sending us the episodes for review. Invincible Season 2 premieres on Prime Video November 3rd. The wait is finally over, and we'll have Invincible back in the world. I'm so, so happy. But Anthony, start us off. Give us your first reactions to the first four episodes of Invincible Season 2. Invincible Season 2 is fantastic. I'm glad to report. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, Invincible is a comic series I never read. And I, I remember going into it in 2021 and that first episode with Omni-Man and his uh, destruction of the, what do they call the Guardians, the Guardians of, the of the Globe? Yeah. I knew this was uh, one of those shows and series that was going to be a favorite of mine and also just be uh, a fan favorite, a cult classic in, in terms of TV series. A lot of people will gravitate to it because of its ultra hardcore brutality and violence, but as well as its, you know, down to earth grounded uh, storyline. And I think that's where season two kind of continues that it continues that grounded story of Mark becoming this hero. And now there's a lot more, you know, elements that have been added to his plate. You have, uh, Mark, who is dealing with the fact that his father's life with him uh, was a lie. Like he, he at the end of that episode of season uh, episode eight, he told them why he was on Earth and what he was supposed to do on Earth. And I think that's a shock. I think for even I know this is animation, but I just the the anguish in both Mark and Deborah, his mom how they just deal with the fact that the person they've been living with or Debbie, I guess Debbie, I guess Debbie and Deborah, same, same thing. Right? Yeah. So yeah. just the person they've been living with, um, has been a mass murderer was really supposed to destroy yeah, everyone. She on, was more of a pet to me. You yeah. Know? Like, like, Oh my God. And that, and that's where this, the series really starts off with is how did, how do you, how does this family deal with, that like the the shock of the person that you loved that you, you and i think they you still love like you still love this person but you also realize hey man this this guy is also a bad guy and how to get past that how do you how do you continue your life and mark is in in this situation where he's afraid that he's going to become his father and i you you definitely see it like i think any um superhero dynamic or even like i could pull from star wars where luke 
was very worried that he was going to become Darth Vader. Mark is very worried that he's going to become his dad, Omni-Man. He's going to be this, this force of destruction. And there are, there are hints of, of a lot of like nuances to his character that he kind of takes advantage of, of being, um, of being his father, his, the, is it the father, the father's son or the son of the father. Um, yeah. The son of the father, the vulture with vulture might. Right. Yes. And you know, it's, it, that type of storyline where you just feel okay i love where this is going and then you incorporate like the crazy violence which you know mark (laughs) he loves to be beaten up he is uh like i like to say daniel he's bloody soup the amount of blood that comes out of this kid (laughs) is absolutely ridiculous and you know you know from season one like that kid took a beating um, and then there's, you know, there's more blood to, to follow. And I, and I like that this season, like, and we were talking about talking with Simon, he doesn't want the violence to be the main attraction to the show. He, he still wants to create uh, an earned sense of violence as well as an earned sense of storyline that incorporates both and, and puts them together. But um, yeah, like overall, I think the animation is pretty much on par with season one. There are parts um, where I see the, the the upgrade. I think there's a bigger budget now. You can clearly see in these action sequences that involve uh, Invincible as well as uh, Adam Eve as well as the, the the Guardians of the Globe. There's a lot yeah, more. Yeah, the new Guardians of the Globe, right? Fluid yeah. animation. There's a lot more risks taken, especially because of you know where they are now and the fandom that they have. That they can incorporate more, uh, you know elements and more uh budget to this to this show but overall i i really enjoyed it i didn't know that it was four episodes of the first season and i guess i don't remember the first sorry the second season or of, of second season yeah. the first season did it have a split like this as well no so the first uh, season we started getting weekly i think we got the first three episodes that debuted or it could have even just been the first episode where i remember us reviewing the first three episodes and then from there um, it was a weekly release because we were talking about it and watching it going into April. Right, 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 right. So yeah, like I, I like that. Um, I especially because episode four is such a cliffhanger, and I look forward to what comes after that. But I also want the team and the creative team and the storytellers behind it to do their best. I don't want anything rushed. And I think the four episodes that we got look fantastic, sound fantastic. There might be some. Um, pacing issues here and there because uh, I find that these story the story is a very long story and these are 30 to 40 minute episodes and sometimes they kind of linger on a bit I feel like there's a lot of inspiration from uh, WB series from the past like One Tree Hill or, or Smallville that they try to incorporate but also they incorporate this huge violence that that is kind of tied together I don't know if you, you got the same thing Daniel but that's I feel like this is something that I would have watched on TV, but not because the violence is so extreme. I'm so glad that you brought that up because that's exactly what I was going uh, to bring up because it definitely has like the the relationship issues, especially when you look at Mark and you look at Amber and you look at their relationship and you have this guy trying to balance this magical, incredible, super life, but also be a good boyfriend and go through relationship issues and yeah 100 percent. if you're fans of one tree hill and smallville and the oc this has like that teen angst to it but it doesn't have it where it's like 
annoying or anything like that. And again, I love those shows. And I, if you're a fan of the movie podcast, you know how much I love Smallville. Um, and I think that's what makes me connect so much with what Mark is going through is because Mark has this great destiny, this great uh, father that wants something, wants him to be something that he necessarily does not want to be, but he wants to help people and he knows that he could do more. He knows what he's capable of. And I think that's what season two of Invincible is doing so well right out the gate is that you are starting off where season two left off sorry season one left off season two just starts and it's continuing that story it's continuing that weight and for those of you who love invincible and left off where we were where you see the fight between omni man and mark and the fallout of that and it's really incredible seeing what all of these new characters are going through um and i, and I just I, before anything i need to co uh, like commend the performances of all of the actors of the show, because we even told Simon that Invincible probably has one of the most incredibly assembled casts ever, whether it's animated or live action. There is an incredible talent, incredible bench of talent bringing these characters to life. Um, and you look at someone uh, like Stephen Young, who plays Mark, who's just so perfectly cast in the show and you feel every moment in his voice there's just a, a tone to it of someone who is carrying this weight of being sad and just being like having the world on your shoulders knowing that everyone in the world sees you as omni-man's son as the son of the traitor to earth who was a once a great hero and now is a traitor um and i love that and you look at sandra oh who gets a lot to do in these first four episodes. And she's really dealing with the fallout of my husband is not the man that I knew for all of these years that we were married. Um, and then you get to the large action set pieces. And like you said, Anthony, this season really ups what we saw last season. And it go it's beautifully animated. Uh, they had way more blood than I thought would be possible in these first four episodes. Because again, this show is very just it knows exactly what it is, but it's also not um, excessive. And I sometimes where you when you look at shows like The Boys, which is also a prime video or Gen V, there could be moments where you're like, whoa, that's insane that they did that. They did hero gasm. They did this. But even in those shows, you're just like, that's that's crazy. In Invincible, it's also crazy, and you're seeing it in animated form, but they're finding ways to make it work. And I think that's what's so special about what prime video has been doing so far with these superhero shows. I, I really do think some of the best superhero shows, some of the best superhero stories that we've gotten in the last 10 years have been on prime video between Gen V, the boys and invincible. There is a through line between all of those. And there's just really great characters, really great stories. And you're getting some extremely rated R content, but it all fits within the story that it's telling. And, and if I feel because of that, it makes us feel all the more real. Yeah. We're not, we're not seeing people's like guts flying everywhere in real life, but it, it's nice to know, or I guess nice to know it's a weird way to say it, but it's interesting to see that in a world where superheroes exists, I think that would be possible. That would be how these people fight or what would happen or what would cities look like in the fallout of all of this. Right. And they really let loose this season. And the first four episodes that we saw, there's some, Again, there's a lot of stuff that we don't want to spoil, but there's some really great set pieces. There's some really great story beats. And as soon as I finished episode four, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to watch the 
what comes next. And I think that was the hardest part when we were talking with Simon was like, man, Simon, give us the next episodes, man. Let us know. Let us know what happens so we could continue on. And technically, we can obviously read ahead or read the comic book series. There's like hundreds of episodes of, oh, sorry, issues of Invincible. But it's been so fun to see how they adapt it for the screen, adapt, change, and mold things to tell the story that they want to tell you know, for the, the streaming version. Um, but for me, it really just all comes back to Mark and Mark just trying to find his place in the world. There's a really great, I think, running gag in the first episode. If you remember from season one, anytime they would cut to a title card would be such a cool moment. It would be like, you know what? Like, what's his name? Uh, and then it goes invincible. Like it, it will really it will hard cuts to that. And the first episode, there's like almost like a running gag where everyone almost like pauses before they say invincible, um, but it never cuts to that title card. So when you finally do get it, it feels very earned. Um, so it's a really it's a really great moment. But I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. If you love the first season of Invincible, this is more of that. And it's expanded. It's really it's not just expanded. It's going deeper. It's really going deeper to who these characters are. And it's really going to make you fall in love with them even more. And I think um, you look at, again, going to Mark, you look at, you know, people like Rexplode or, uh, oh my gosh, or like there's a, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of his, uh, of his name right now, but he's almost like, like a Kang type of character. Oh, uh, his uh, name is, I have it here because I put it in my notes because I thought he is uh, Angstrom Levy. That's it. Yeah. Um, uh, he's Sterling very, K. Brown. Uh, Sterling K. Brown voices him, who is great, and you're going to recognize his voice right away. But uh, it, it it's so fun, and and it just goes back to like you're always you're you're listening and you're listening like okay like who oh who is that I know that voice, but like just having what everything is set up in this world, Invincible I think is going to be one of those series that once it's all done, no matter how many seasons going to go, we're really going to look back at it and be like, this is one of the greats, and this is what I really hope other studios, DC, Marvel whatever is out there are look to and be like, we could tell these stories. These stories are possible to tell. We have a deepest bench of comics ever. Let's start adapting our stories that we can maybe have a little bit more of an adult edge. You don't need to have guts and brain juice flowing out everywhere, but you can start telling a little bit more mature stories. Cause I think your audiences want that. And if you look at, you know, I was 15 when Iron Man came out and I've grown up with the MCU you look at kids who were maybe like four and five watching the MCU. They are a lot older now. And I think they want to grow up with these characters. And I think that's why you look at the boys, you look at Gen V, you look at Invincible. You're getting a lot of people watching those shows because they want something that caters a little bit more to them. And I think Invincible is just such a damn well-made show that I really hope just goes 10 seasons. We get more episodes of it because it's such a great story. And I think when you look at Robert Kirkman, you look at Simon, um, Rashiopa and the entire team that are bringing it to life. They're doing such an incredible job. And it makes me, as soon as I finished episode four, I was like, you know what? I want to just start over from the beginning. So I literally started watching from episode one again because it's such a great story and it's so fun. Uh, one thing I had in my notes as well, too, and I'm so glad we got to talk to Simon about was the needle drops. There is such incredible music. They got to drop a playlist because there's some awesome music in the show. And I think anyone who is a big music fan will be really happy to see some of the choices. And maybe you'll discover artists that you haven't heard of before. But that's something I've really loved. Because when you're reading a comic book, you're not necessarily thinking of what a song could fit in that particular panel of a, of a page. 
but they bring to life so well using the music and underlying it with the scenes. It's it's really magical. Yeah, the music for uh, for this ser- season is it's establishing a lot of what the where the creators are coming from. I feel like a lot of these creators were born in maybe the the late '80s, early '90s, and they have like that '90s vibe of music. I feel like the music from the '90s was very. I'm lost. I don't know what to do with my life. And yeah. there is there's a sequence in episode one that reminds me of uh, Rick and Morty episode six from season one, where they bury themselves and it, and they use a song called uh, "Look on Down from from Look on Down from the Bridge" by Mazzy Star, and it's just it brings emotional baggage and value because that song just really set in motion what was actually happening on that episode of Rick and Morty and. And for this uh, first episode, it really sets emotional baggage for uh, Mark because of ex- what he just had to go through. And I, I really love the music choices for this. I just feel like the songs that were chosen were, were perfectly balanced with the theme and the vibe. There was never like something that we would hear now. There, it's just music choices, songs that you've heard or maybe you've 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 maybe you've heard on the radio at one point and they've they have like an imprint on you and then when they bring it into this they do this series you feel it's such more you feel such a more of an emotional connection to it yeah i I think imprinting is is the great word to put and i think yeah you you look at like their songs that you recognize but may not have been used in big films so like they're not low-hanging fruit type songs they are not songs that are just like oh i hear this song and everything you know what i mean it's like no like this is these are really beautifully curated songs and they go so well with the story that it's telling anthony let's get to our final recommendation obviously we're staying spoiler free we've spoken very highly of the show for the last 20 minutes but let the audience know let our friends know listening along what would you recommend for them to do with Invincible Season 2? Uh, watch it. It's a definite watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also would recommend, because we never did a review, and I don't know if a lot of people are aware of it, that uh, Adam Eve has her own special episode, which is kind of like a prologue right. to Season 2. And I would say watch that as well, because I think that is such a setup for her character, as well as there's some really good action sets in that, in that uh, episode. And it just kind of like segues right into season two and and maybe if you have enough time watch season one get refreshed or even go on amazon like prime videos youtube page there's a season one recap just just to understand because there's a lot of things i forgot um and a lot of characters that i'm like oh what happened to that character did they pass did they are they still alive so it's a good just refresher and then go into season two and episode one and just have that you know feeling of man i i know what where season one is I'm super excited for season two and I'm hundred percent. You're going to enjoy it. This is nothing that they're, they're not diving into something that's completely off from season one. They're just going up like a extreme level of, of season one and really, really, really good storytelling, really, really good uh, animation and, and a lot of violence, which I think a lot of people are excited for. Yeah. I'm right there with you. This is a, a watch it. If you love the first season of invincible, this is exactly which you've been waiting almost two and a half years for, more than two and a half years. Um, This is the long-awaited return to one of the best shows on TV. You owe it to yourself to watch it. There is some incredible storylines that you're not going to want to miss. And like we said, there's violence, there's drama, there's so much heart, and we can't stop watching it. 
So make sure you do. I want to say thank you to our friends at Prime Video for allowing us to interview Simon, for giving us the episodes for review. Invincible Season 2 debuts on Prime Video this week, November 3rd. The wait is almost over. We have lots of incredible content coming your way here on the movie podcast. So if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on podcast feeds around the globe, make sure you drop us five stars. Let us know where you're listening from. Join our Discord. We're going to be having an Invincible channel opening up very, very soon. Let's talk all about it. There's lots to talk about, and we'd love to talk about it each week with you. We have lots of great episodes coming your way here on the movie podcast, so make sure you're tuning in on all social media feeds so you can catch all the incredible pictures, videos, everything that we're, we're dropping on social so you can stay up to date with everything happening here. Um, as we head into the last two months of the year, we're just so grateful to be doing this. We're so glad that you're tuning in with us almost every single day throughout the week. So there's lots of cool stuff coming um, and we just love making this show. So please uh, consider subscribing, consider leaving us five stars. Uh, it means the world to us and it really helps us keep the lights on here and a little, it helps us keep the lights on inside of us as well too. It gives us the, the, you know, the heart to keep going on. But that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.